Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. Our website is empoweringparents.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter and find all of our parenting content, including the Total Transformation Program, which is the number one child behavior program of all time. The Total Transformation Program was developed by child behavior expert James Lehman and is a practical step-by-step guide that provides solutions to the most difficult child behavior problems. You can sign up and begin the program today at empoweringparents.com. Our email address is mail at empoweringparents.com. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. This week's article is titled, How to Stop the Nightly Struggle Over Schoolwork. It's been a couple years since I've been through this one, and it's overdue for a review. And as I often like to do, stay tuned until the end when we'll hear from James Lehman himself from the Total Transformation Program. Now, let's get started. For many parents, getting their kids to do their homework is a nightly struggle. Some kids refuse to do their homework, others claim they don't have homework, but then the report card comes out and you realize that their work was not being done. So why is homework time so difficult? In my opinion, one of the major reasons is that it's hard for kids to focus at home. Look at it this way. When your child's in school, they're in a classroom where there aren't a lot of distractions. The learning is structured and organized, and all the students are focusing on the same thing. But when your child comes home, their brain clicks over to free time mode. In their mind, home is a place to relax, have a snack, listen to music, and play video games. Kids simply don't view the home as a place to do schoolwork. If the homework struggles you experience are part of a larger pattern of acting out behavior, then the child is resisting to get power over you. They intend to do what they want to do when they want to do it, and homework just becomes another battlefield. And as on any other battlefield, parents can use tactics that succeed and tactics that fail. Regardless of why your child won't do their homework, know that fighting over it is a losing proposition for both of you. You'll end up frustrated, angry, and exhausted, and your child will have found yet another way to push your buttons. And even worse, they'll wind up hating school and hating learning. A major part of getting your child to do their homework lies in establishing a system so that your child comes to see that homework is just a regular part of home life. Once they accept that, you've already won half the battle. Accordingly, my first few tips are around setting up this system. If you get the system right, things tend to fall into place. Put this system in place with your child at a time when things are calm and going well, rather than during the heat of of an argument. Tell your child that you're going to try something different starting next week with homework that will make it go better for everyone. Then explain the system. You'll find that this system will make your life easier as a parent, will make you more effective as a parent, and will help your child get the work done. And when your child gets their work done, they're more likely to succeed, and nothing drives motivation more than a little bit of success. First of all, structure the evening for homework. When your kid comes home, there should be a structure and a schedule set up for each night. I recommend that you write this up and post it on the refrigerator or in some central location in the house. Kids need to know that there's a time to eat, a time to do homework, and also that there's a free time. And remember, free time starts after the homework's done. Homework time should be a quiet time in your whole house. Siblings shouldn't be in the next room watching TV or playing video games. The whole idea is to eliminate distractions. 
The message to your child is you're not going to do anything anyway, so you might as well do your homework. Even if your child doesn't have homework some nights, homework time should still mean no phone and no electronics. Instead, your child's going to read a book or a magazine in their room or work on longer-term assignments. Consistently adhering to the homework time structure is important to instill the homework habit. If your child are younger and they still don't and they don't get homework yet, set aside quiet time each evening where your child can read or do some type of learning. Doing so will help your children understand that evening quiet and study time is a part of everyday home life, just like chores are. This habit will pay off when the real homework begins. For a lot of kids, sending them to their rooms to do their homework is a mistake. Many children need your presence to stay focused and disciplined. And they need to be away from the stuff in their rooms that can distract them. You know your child best. If you think they're not being productive in their room, then insist they work at the kitchen table or in some other room where you can monitor them and where there will be fewer distractions. If they do homework in their room, the door to the room should be open and you should check in from time to time. No text messaging, no fooling around. Take the phone and the laptop away and eliminate electronics from the room during study time. In short, you want to get rid of all temptations and distractions. Some kids have a hard time getting assignments started. They may be overwhelmed or unsure of where to begin, where the work may seem too difficult. There's a concept we explain in the Total Transformation Child Behavior Program called Hurdle Help. You have a child, if you have a child who has a hard time getting started, spend the first five minutes with them to get them over the first couple of hurdles. Perhaps help them with the first math problem or make sure they understand the assignment. For many kids who are slow starters, hurdle help is very effective. This doesn't mean you're going to do their homework for them. This is simply extra help designed to get them going on their own. If your child has a big long-term project, then you want to work with them to estimate how much time it's going to take. Then your child has to work within that time frame. So if your child has a science project, help them manage and structure their time. For instance, if the project, project is due in 30 days, ask them, how much time are you going to spend each night on it? They might say 15 minutes a night, and then you hold them to that. Don't assume that your child knows how to manage their time effectively. As adults, we sometimes take for granted the habits we've spent a lifetime developing and forget that our kids are not there yet. Here's one concept I really like. The weekend doesn't begin until overdue work is done. If your child has overdue homework, their weekend shouldn't begin until those assignments are done. In other words, Friday night's a homework night if their work is not complete. Believe me, this is a highly effective consequence for kids because it creates a great incentive to get their work done during the week. Indeed, each minute they're doing their homework is a minute they could have been hanging out with friends or playing video games. If you can hold to this rule once and deal with the complaining, then next week the homework will get done. By the way, if they say they can't do their homework because they didn't bring their school books home, they should be grounded for the weekend. You can say, I don't want to hear that you can't do it because you don't have your books. You'd better call around and find a friend who you can borrow them from. Otherwise, you're staying in for the weekend. Here's another important concept. Use rewards for schoolwork, not bribes. 
Most kids get personal satisfaction out of getting good grades and completing their work, and that's what we're aiming for. Nevertheless, it's important to reinforce positive behavior, and that may mean offering an incentive for getting good grades. For instance, my son knew that he would get a certain reward for his performance if he got all Bs or above. The reward was an incentive to do well. One of the shortcuts we take as parents, though, is to bribe our kids rather than rewarding them for performance. It can be a subtle difference. A reward is something that's given after an achievement. A bribe is something you give your child after negotiating with them over something that's already a responsibility. If you bribe your child to do their homework or to do anything else that's, that's an expected responsibility, then your child will come to expect something extra just for behaving appropriately. Bribes undermine your parental authority as kids learn that they can get things from you by threatening bad behavior. Bribes put your child in charge of you. The appropriate parental response to not meeting a responsibility is a consequence, not a bribe. A bribe says if you do your homework, I'll extend your curfew by an hour. In contrast, a consequence says if you don't do your homework, you're grounded until it's finished. Never bribe your kids to do what they're expected to do. Also, when giving consequences, be sure they're effective consequences. What makes an effective consequence? An effective consequence motivates your child to good behavior. They put you back in control and teach your child how to problem solve, giving your child the skills needed to be successful. An effective consequence looks like this. If you fall below a B average, then you can no longer study in your room and you must study at the kitchen table until you get your average back to B. For the child who prefers to study in their room, this is a very effective consequence. Another effective consequence would be the following. If you choose not to study during the scheduled time, you will lose your electronics for the night. Tomorrow, you'll get another, ch- you'll get another chance to use them. And the next day, your child gets to try again to earn the privilege of electronics. Short-term consequences like this are very effective. Just don't take away this privilege for more than a day as your child will have no incentive to do better the next time. Be prepared to let your child fail. Failure should be an option and sometimes you just have to let them fail. Parents often do their kids a disservice when they shield them from the consequences of their actions. If your child chooses not to study enough and they get a failing grade, that's the natural consequence for their behavior and they should experience the discomfort that results from their behavior. Let me be clear. If you interfere and try to get your child's teacher to change their grade, your child will learn the wrong lesson. Your child will learn that if they screw up enough, mom and dad will take care of them. And they don't learn their math or science or whatever it was that they failed. To be sure, failing is a hard lesson, but it's the right lesson when your child actually fails. And it's not the end of the world. In fact, for many kids, it's what turns them around. Also, don't fight with your child over homework. Don't get sucked into arguments with your child about it. Make it very clear that if they don't do their homework, then the next part of the night does not begin. Keep the discussion simple. Say to your child, right now is homework time. The sooner you get it done, the sooner you can have free time. Say this in a supportive way with a smile on your face. And again, It's important not to get sucked into fights with your child. Remember, you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. Your child refuses to do his or her work, then calmly give the consequence that you established 
for not doing homework. Also, trying to convince your child that grades are important is a losing battle. You can't make your child take school as seriously as you want them to. The truth is they typically don't think that way. To get your child to do homework, focus on their behavior, not their motivation. Rather than giving them a lecture, just maintain a system that enables them to get their work done. Often, the motivation comes after the child has had a taste of success, and this system sets them up for that success. It's important to be calm when helping your child with their homework. Don't argue about the right answer for the math problem or the right way to do the geography quiz. If you get frustrated and start yelling and screaming at your child, this sets a negative tone and won't help them get the work done. It's better to walk away than it is to engage in an argument, even when you're trying to be helpful. For couples, it may be that one of you is more patient and acceptable to your child. Let that person take on the homework monitoring responsibilities. And don't take it personally if it isn't you. Remember, if you can't stay calm when helping your child, or if you find that your help is making the situation worse, then it's better not to help at all. Find someone else or talk to the teacher about how your child can get the help they need. And try not to blame your child for the frustration that you feel. And remember that your child is doing the homework as a school assignment. The teacher will ultimately be the judge of how good or bad or correct or incorrect the work is. You're not responsible for the work itself. Your job is to guide your child. You can always make suggestions, but ultimately it's your child's job to do the assignments. And it's the teacher's job to grade them. In conclusion, understand that most kids don't enjoy homework. And for some, it will always be a struggle. Our children all have different strengths and abilities, and while some may never be excellent students, they might be great workers, talented artists, or thoughtful builders. Life would be easier if all children were self-motivated students who came home, sat down, and dug into their homework without being asked. That's hardly the case, though. Therefore, you need to set up a system that is right for your child, and it's going to be easier for some kids than for others. We're trying to raise our kids to be responsible and accountable for their homework. And we're trying to avoid fighting with them over it over every night. When I had parents in my office, I would take these concepts and show them how they could make it work for their families in their own homes. The families we worked with were able to turn the nightly homework struggles around successfully time and time again. Now, as I promised at the beginning of this, of this podcast, let's hear from James Lehman in the Total Transformation Program. Here's James. Technique number one, assume control. I want you to project an image of self-confidence without being hostile. Give directions instead of making requests. Establish and maintain your parental rights to the same decent treatment that you give your kids. The kind of information that I want you to give your kids when you're assuming control is simple direction. For instance, if your kid is supposed to be in his room doing his homework and he's down in the basement, the question to ask him is, where are you supposed to be? And if he says, in my room, the response is, go there. Not, why aren't you there already? Why are you out of your room? Just, where are you supposed to be? Go there. What are you supposed to be doing right now? Do it. Very simple statements that give an air that you're in control. You don't justify yourself. You don't explain yourself. You don't ask your kid for explanations because, I'll be honest with you, we ask kids why, and then when they tell us, we say, it sounds like an excuse. We don't ask kids for excuses. If we don't ask them for excuses, there's a good chance we won't get excuses. You know, attitude is a funny thing. 
Part of what shapes attitude are perceptions and expectations. And that's very important for a parent to understand, that this kid has expectations of you and he has certain perceptions of you and himself. When you say to a child, I want you to go to bed now, what you're starting to do is you're affecting his expectation of who's in control. If you sound like you're in control and you're the parent, you're on your way to being in control. You know, part of the thing is that these kids train us. Acting out kids train their parents to talk to them in a tiptoe around me way. Acting out kids train their parents to give in to them. Acting out kids train their parents to be afraid of them. And so they train their parents not to assume control, not to do direct statements. And so the perception of the kid is, you know, they have a bad attitude, but what does that really mean? It means that the kid perceives himself as in control and entitled to things that he's not without earning them and has expectations of how things are going to go. And one of those expectations is, you know, I'm going to get my way. It's going to go my way. When a parent assumes control, what that says to the kid is, I'm in control now. Your posture has to begin the change process. The change starts with the parent and then goes to the child. This takes a minute or less, and what we do is you use these techniques in conjunction with each other and in conjunction with the Total Transformation Program, and over time, people change. Just change your tone to a very frank, business-like tone and tell him what he's supposed to be doing. Go to your room and start doing your homework, and then turn around and walk away. Thank you, James. And parents, thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. Parents, if you like our content, please visit EmpoweringParents.com and sign up today for the Total Transformation Program. Total Transformation is the instruction manual for dealing with children and teenagers who are mouthy, disrespectful, or resistant to authority. In this step-by-step program, James and Janet Lehman show you how to change your child's behavior and take back control of your family with the exact techniques they used for over 30 years to get kids to behave appropriately. And when you sign up, add the parent coaching option and schedule your first coaching phone call today. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Parents podcast. Talk to you soon.